Bless you. Thank you, uh, half of the Alabama state voters this week. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, African-American women, uh, you deserve the big medal. Everybody's pinning it on you, and uh, you deserve it. Thank you. Um, what is most upsetting about that uh, whole thing was how much many of us were trying to talk ourselves into how to be normal if that guy had won, how to be normal the next day. We gotta, we gotta watch ourselves, people. We have to watch ourselves because it's an abnormal time. It is indeed. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, Mike. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Katie. And Michael's not here. He's, He's not on the East Coast. Nice old family Coast holiday things. travel for him. Yes, indeed. Have a good time. Hi to the whole James gang. Um, well, we besides got, trying to get a bunch of those black political organizers out of Alabama across the rest of the Deep South, I think this election shows the Democrats. They have a lot of work to do. Well, a what lot else, of work to do. What else is new? I'm sorry, but yeah. Yeah, a lot of work to do. Sorry. <laughs> I'll lift that up. It is the warmest day in 11 days here in Chicago, so everybody go out and have fun. And, and it's going to be a weekend like that until the rain comes along. So um, Did you see the sky this morning? Pretty phenomenal. Incredible yellow-pink sky at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, okay, not to, uh, there are words you can't use now, new seven words you can't use, and I am not talking about George Carlin's seven dirty words. No, I am not. I really wanted to play that one this morning, Katie, but then I didn't want to get the college station in trouble. Yeah, there you go. That, but, that would have been bad. You know, we can no longer mention words like uh, fetus mm. or um, vulnerable that's or a, that's transgender. A, yeah, transgender. This is um, the Center for Disease Control can no longer use those words. It's nineteen evidence based. Is evidence based is no longer legal. I know. So nineteen eighty four has arrived. Oh, a few God. years late, but you know It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean it's scary, of course it's scary. We're talking C D C people. We're talking the security and health of our people. Um, led by Mr. Mendacity himself. I'm not sure there was a single statement he made this week that was truthful. Yeah, well, um, let's see. What else are we talking about? We are we are knowing that there is a tax scam bill going forward uh, as we speak in the Senate. Uh, if anybody has the magic words to turn the zombie senators into actual caring, thinking human beings who can pull the lever for saying, "No way, Jose! Please put it in motion. Do the dance. Come on! This is ridiculous." It can't just happen only because, well, we got to pass something before the end of the year, which is what everybody's saying. Well, everybody who has a voice that sounds like that is saying. Um, it, it's ridiculous. And it's, 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 you know, just glibly taking away health insurance from about 13 million people who are mostly under the age of 18. Mm -hmm. You <sighs> Or totally violating the whole basis of insurance if they understand what that word means by removing uh yeah. you know people that would make the insurance pool actually work for all of us yeah yeah um exactly the healthy people <laughs> if you just eliminate if, if if you just insure people who are sick and you don't insure people who are healthy it's sort of like well you only need auto insurance if you have an accident yeah as opposed to the basis of insurance is to spread that risk around and make sure that we all are healthier or all can get our cars fixed if someone runs into us. It's real basic, and yet the GOP just, well, we know why, because their rich donors want a payoff now. Yeah. 
And that's really what we're living with. And they're just being bald-faced about it. They are being pretty bald-faced about it. I wonder what we're going to do about it. Well, I think the GOP's overreached. And I think uh, I'm old enough now to see these pendulums go back and forth. And I think this one is swinging back perhaps more quickly than we feared after uh, last year's election. That's why I think we have a lot of work for us and we need a whole bunch of better candidates, one of whom we'll be talking with in a few minutes. Yeah. But some nice stuff in the neighborhood. There is a wonderful holiday concert at Sullivan High School this week. We had the music uh, department chair on our show recently, and they're doing a holiday concert. be great for the community to show up 2 p.m. Tuesday, December 19th, the holiday concert at Sullivan High School. Yep. Uh, we also in- have the uh, Blizzard of Books sale at the Rogers Park Library. Is that today? That is today. Um, from 10 to 4. Uh, books for a buck or less. CDs, DVDs, etc. The Friends of, of Rogers Park Library, a great bunch who've been doing what they should do for, I don't know, 30-plus years now. And uh, so stop on by. And as you do your last holiday gifts, please remember to buy local in Rogers Park. In fact, you can get a rebate uh, if you save those receipts. Uh, go to four different businesses before the end of the year, and you can go to the Rogers Park Business Alliance with your receipts and get some money back for investing in Rogers Park businesses. Independent businesses are what we're aimed at here, so your trip to Walgreens won't quite count here. No. But uh, there are plenty of other enterprises that can satisfy your holiday wishes or your tummy or even spirits. Um, be sure to try to spend those dollars locally. So, Michael James, while not with us here in studio today, still has a current photo show hanging on the walls of the Heartland Cafe. And there, it's, it's good. It's a really neat exhibit. It's a great show. And uh, he's, he's using his white frames this time around. He wants you to know. Uh, he's quick to point out. Um, and they do. The small ones, have, have he's priced as Christmas presents. So, go for it. Uh, check it out his latest exhibit. Um, I want to give you a chance to uh, do a shout out to one of my our heroes. community's uh, biggest civic leaders yeah. who's retiring. Yes, Mary Hopkins, my girlfriend of many years and schoolmate at Mondeline and gal who stepped down from David Orr's office collecting taxes where she was quite a, an able person to be the superintendent or the of our p- local park, our great Loyola Park Fieldhouse, which she did back in uh, uh, late 90s, I think. I can't remember, but she is retiring, and there's a big party being thrown for her today, I think, at the park. Uh, so go, go by and say thank you to Mary Hopkins, who has done just really tremendous work for the community uh, in that park for all those years. Besides just a really busy field house, uh, a lot of the stuff that citizens have been encouraged to do under her leadership from restoring dune land grasses to artists of the wall, uh, this is all stuff a good park superintendent can really encourage the community talents to come forward. And Loyola Park and its environs have really benefited from her supervision and her encouragement, and we wish her the best. Yes, we do, and we hope some we get somebody at least halfway as good in there. <laughs> Um, so our esteemed governor uh, called for our esteemed Cook County Assessor, Mr. Berrios, to step down this week because of yet another in the series of Tribune stories looking at inequitable, unequitable uh, assessments uh, across Cook County. I'm not sure that that call for resignation is going to happen in the midst of a uh, primary battle. You're, you're not sure? Come on. 
Come well, on. you never know. There might be enough editorial pressure that would cause him to you run think away. So. Okay. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, we've had Cook County assessors in trouble before, but maybe you know, in the age of social media, things travel a little quicker. People might know about it sooner, and people might be inclined to be ticked off at someone rigging it for the one uh, percent. 